Welcome back to the Human Renaissance. I'm Vivian Lamb, and I'll be reading Theory Master Post. Everybody believes in at least one conspiracy theory. This is my perspective on some of them. The concept of race is a psychological operation. Race is a philosophical belief based on man's brotherhood. There's really only one race, it's the human race, which explains why everybody, regardless of their skin color, is on a mental decline. Women who use race talking points and operate on race politics, regardless of their position on the issue, are developmentally arrested like the male. I've mostly seen the race card being used as a way to explain away people's shortcomings, whether it's romance, academics, or finances. Today, the race card is used to emphasize how someone is more privileged due to their ethnicity, which is spell work. The elite class doesn't believe in race, only lower class people do. The general population is getting tired of race relations, and honestly, I haven't experienced what people are talking about when it comes to race, so it mostly seems irrelevant. Race identified people are online working overtime to get their race to come together to fight an unseen force, but nobody wants to because there is no oppression to come together over. If there is oppression, you'd better believe the oppressed class would come together and support each other. Same with feminism. Women aren't coming together because there's no oppression to really fight. The last time they did, it was over what Donald Trump said, and they put pussies on their head. <laughs> and they put pussies on their head in response. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to identify as a color or anything really, especially if you're a balanced person. If you are purely physical and lopsidedly masculine, then I get your preoccupation with division, but I'm colorblind. Everybody is blending into one because just about everybody is ignorant and petty, traits that transcend all labels. It seems like race is a pain point to manipulate and market to. It's also being used as a way to keep males attached to females of their race so you can't escape him. So he'll always be your male, even if you're total strangers. Next theory, most males and females weren't created in the image of God. Since God is a spirit, there's no one image of God. The image of God is spiritual, and the spirit of God has left most people or was never there to begin with. I'm not sure who conspiracy theorists are referring to when it comes to the destruction of the male and female. But it's not transgender and non-binary males and females destroying male and female kind. They're doing it to themselves. Non-binary males and females recognize that something is deeply wrong with the modern man and woman, and they are trying to find a physical way out through transitioning, becoming a eunuch, rejecting gender. The list goes on. People are also getting tired of pretending to understand and follow man-made roles. Non-binaries don't want to deal with people who are holding on to the 1930s kept wife stream. This is what gender-critical feminism is about. They masquerade as people who care about medical operations when they really only care about their males remaining manly and the females remaining girly. It's a purely physical movement with no room for spiritual growth. The original human had no gender difference, which is why most people are opting for an androgynous appearance.
Trans males are incomplete females, just like males who aren't transitioning are also incomplete females. Nobody is transitioning because everybody here is a female already. To be made in the image of God is the goal of being here. You need to transcend the idiocracy. Gender-conforming males often side with trans males because they secretly admire males who take the step to return to physical completion. That takes courage in a society like this. Being religious about gender roles isn't impressive to me. It's reactionary with no basis in reality. Showing me stories about trans male rapists doesn't make a difference because gender-conforming males rape just as much. Females who are fixated on a male in lipstick molesting a child over the one who doesn't demonstrates she's willing to turn a blind eye to the gender-conforming male rapist. Trans males and non-trans males offend at the same rates because males are predators. This isn't news. Nobody who's attracted to the male is in the image of God for good reason. Third theory, there is no LGBT agenda. The population is full of sexual deviants, heterosexuals, and the elite is going with the flow and maintaining social harmony. Why do I only deem heterosexuals as sexual deviants? The LGBTQIA were born from heterosexual relations, so heterosexual lust and sex are producing the gay offspring they think are an abomination. How can the highest good produce the lowest evil? The heterosexual union must be the problem with society if society keeps doing things wrong. I see the LGBT as nature's attempt to wake up the heterosexual masses, but they're so narcissistic and arrogant, they still think they're right. Homosexuals don't procreate, so the cries of an agenda being pushed is to throw people off heterosexuals' trail. Heterosexuals are the lone source who have produced soldiers for the gay agenda. When it comes to pedophiles, most pedophiles are male and most males are pedophiles. But women want males here, so what else can the elite do but accept pedophiles too? Women enable pedophiles, so they're pedos too. If you see a politician rallying for the acceptance of pedophiles, they're trying to appeal to females to keep their husbands and sons out of prison. Look at who's producing these blights on society instead of thinking these issues just appear out of nowhere. If people want to eat themselves to death, the elite will provide a way. If people want to sex themselves to death, the elite will provide a way. If people want to cut off their genitals, the elite will provide a way. If people want to kill themselves, the elite will provide a way. The elite is man and wife's genie, and they are upset. Their wishes are getting granted. Every wish comes at a cost. Fourth theory. The elite has a stronger belief in God and understands God's principles more than the average person. That's why they're the elite. Evil doesn't prosper long term, and history has shown this, which is why Hitler and the like have failed with their world domination endeavors. I'm simply not seeing the looming overseers of evil conspiracy theorists talk about. It's always been the general public who has been diabolical and committed the same crimes as the pedophilic cabal. If they wanted to keep us deaf and dumb and blind, every book on the truth would be burned and the internet wouldn't exist. But no, we get these books printed and shipped to us and people choose to use the internet for mindlessness. All the information is available to us if we're looking for it. If it's not, write your own books or speak your mind instead of complaining about the truth being suppressed. 
The people who do control the world understand that the general population has a hive mind and will not operate as individuals. Individuality is important because that is when creativity and imagination flourish. Groups kill this, which is why they get together to trauma bond instead of solve problems. I was listening to the occult technology of power, and this group of people is not on either side of left or right but on the side of the people who benefit their cause directly, which is everybody who continues to believe in their convoluted structures. The population's biology has been hacked because they are indeed AI, or they have been programmed like this. Those who have political labels play right into their trap. Individuals who are intelligent and inspired to make a way outside of the matrix are their biggest threat. The elite typically attempt to initiate these kinds of people to keep them on their side because people who are creative as in have a soul, are an asset. The occult dynasty needs their bots to be in Plato's cave perpetually so they can contribute to their success. And I'll keep it 100, I'm on their side. I have to give them their flowers. Literally everything the general population does is to distract themselves from the world they have made gray. I don't think they can find purpose in their lives. They can only live on emotions from the past. Many would consider the elite evil for not carrying the general population to the finish line, but I disagree. We are in the age of information. If most people want to spend their time being addicted to anger and mulling over labels, then those who want to live in abundance and believe they deserve more than sorrow should capitalize on it and get away from them. If the general population thinks the elite dynasties should sit around and think of ways to free them when they don't want to free themselves, they're fools. Just know that nobody is going to take care of you. You need to take care of yourself. If you want to know the main point of the occult technology of power, it was that to be free, you need to get rid of all your prejudices. And only then you will see the world is in a constant civil war over illusions that are being capitalized on. It's essentially the awake man's handbook on dominating the dumb. The masses are the robots who have been spoken about all this time. The humans we see on a daily basis are so convincing that even the most astute observer will confuse a real person with an android. The organic robot will be so well designed that they will believe they are human because they can mimic the sentience of a real person. But there's always an element of the uncanny valley with them. There is an occultic video game with an eye-opening storyline based on this premise called the Talos Principle. All philosophies have erupted as a result of the male and female being intertwined in every phase of life, but there is no proof of the male's existence before a period of time. The oldest bones found on a consistent basis are female. The beings here are not human. These are beings who are miserable no matter what they do because they cannot grow spiritually, because there's nothing to grow. As a result of their vacant premises, they arrange societal structures and rules to make them feel like they are progressing in life. These are literal walking meat suits, which explains their fear of death. There's nothing after they exit. Theory number five. The general population wants a dystopian utopia, not the elite. The 1% have no choice but to adapt to what the public wants in order to remain in control. The public loves problems and stress. The public hates freedom. 
A food shortage will never happen because food is the only thing keeping the general population under control. Once the food is gone, there will be no incentive to remain a slave, which is why mealworms are being put on the table. The elite would rather have control of the information or items they give you publicly than to have you create it yourself. This is why you're not taught to do anything yourself when you go to school. You're trained with the intention to get a job and work for somebody else. If you do end up speaking your mind, the elite won't stop you. They'd rather discredit you because all it takes is one criticism to put the masses back to sleep. This is why the elite and their citizens have this relationship now. It's a learned helplessness, mommy-baby, prisoner-guard relationship. The elite comprise of those who are masters of the flow state, which allows them to focus on one task intensely, flexibility, and adaptability, skills the disabled populace doesn't have. This is why the elite are preparing their toddlers for 2030. It's not something that's being forced on us. It's a societal adaptation to the AI's updates. The elite likely views it as their responsibility because they have astrology-based predictions down to a sacred science. They know for a fact everybody will be happy. Theory number six. Abrahamic religions aren't inherently bad. Man and those who love him need religion. Religion neuters and controls them and gives them a framework to operate on because they do not know how to be free. Religion contains the mayhem and dysfunction that is heterosexuality. Some people need to make baby steps towards the truth, which is usually done through religion. But the trap is too many people get stuck in it because religion becomes intertwined with community events or socializing. When you go to church, you'd think everything would be about God, spirituality, personal development, getting your finances in order, and supporting each other. But no, it's about petty gossip, judgment, finding a mate, the pastor telling you <laughs> the pastor telling you you got haters, <laughs> falling on the ground, and speaking in tongues. It's where the disabled go to fully unmask their neurodivergent traits. Religious communities prioritize breeding, and that is what the elite loves to see. Ironically, these same people believe the elite have a depopulation agenda that incites them to multiply even more, which pushes even more of their children with three quarters of an X chromosome into the system. Classic reverse psychology. When it comes to religion itself, I do believe it was created by the elites to self-monitor. For atheists, it's unwise to completely dismiss texts just because it's associated with religion. But that's what sets intellectuals aside from the indoctrinated. The Bible in particular tells people to stop having sex, which means stop procreating and they'll be free. But they don't want freedom, so why not create a system and capitalize on the slavery they've engaged on themselves? Theory number seven, the population will be reduced to 500k. I don't think the elite will have a large hand in the population's reduction. If anything, they're trying to keep as many people here as possible because that makes the most money, which is why the healthcare system exists. I think people are going to primarily sex each other to physical death through bad genetics. Children are killing themselves at age five now. They just can't deal with this place at all. People are still blaming chemtrails, but they won't stop having babies, so it must not be that bad. The elite's role is mainly psychological warfare, 
with the oversaturation and promotion of sex to the point where anti-sexual beliefs are fringe when they were the norm in the late 1700s to the early 1800s, when the population was 1 billion people. Now we are at 8 billion people only 230 years later. There needs to be some type of mass culling event, and the angels of death are males. Males are like a built-in kill switch that will assist with depopulation. If it's going to happen. I don't know. I hope so. Theory number eight. Technologies like Neuralink is man's attempt to go back to the original superhuman to become immortal. From what I've seen, the chip is going to be placed in the parietal lobe, which would read the senses of those who have it. It's another data mining app. Either way, a chip won't affect the mind since the brain and mind are not inherently linked. The mind is spiritual, it cannot be corrupted, and consciousness is eternal. There are no humans here, and very few are conscious. Going back to the original is a good thing. Remaining in our current state is pretty desolate. As for technology and man becoming integrated with it, it's similar to a disabled person having accommodations, so I don't see the issue. Technological advancements are the inevitable next stage so these corrupt beings can see possibilities that aren't immediately in front of them because they are that limited. Females either cannot or will not take care of males anymore due to an increase in their disabilities, and they need help with juggling all other obligations. Robonannies will be very popular and just as empty as their owners. Theory number nine. CRISPR and designer babies are an attempt to return to how God originally made humans. Complete. Since humans won't stop breeding, this is the only alternative. It is yet another way to experiment on the public with their full consent. The elite has no choice but to follow the population's desires, which is why genetic modification technologies exist. These technologies came out of think tanks to capitalize on the public's wants, even if the public didn't know they wanted it yet. CRISPR is an attempt at genetic purification and achieving physical immortality. It is a way to control epigenetics and edit the bacteria that is our genetic code. This goes back to how macrophages attack the Y chromosome because it's considered invasive garbage when genetic material is that degraded. This is an attempt to fix and possibly save males from the mental torture that pervades their lineage. Man has two choices, become female or become a robot.